Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and as always, joining me are Ken Hester and Jamie Buford. How are both of you doing today? Wonderful. Good morning, guys. I'm good. You doing yeah. good? I am yeah. doing good. Yeah? You seem yeah. a little tired. Are we a little tired today? Me? Oh, I'm a little something. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Our youngest hey. has slept through the night three days <laughs> nice. in a row. So Yay. praise the Lord Almighty. Congrats. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. That makes Meanwhile, a world I'm, of difference. I'm puppy sitting in. She's not sleeping through the night. Oh, well, so I, we go. just swapped places. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. Keep, Isn't that, that fun? Keep that puppy. Mm-hmm. I'll keep my sleep. Every, everybody's like, puppies and babies are so cute. It's like, yeah, yeah but you but, know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, gotta, you, you, have to, fo- you have to take you have care of a foster of kid right now. foster baby. So, yeah. Yeah. Who, is, uh, who is not yeah. sleeping very well yeah. either. <laughs> he, just, like, he just turned uh, like just over a month old. So yeah, yeah I was like, oh, so cute. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to keep them alive. So, right. you know, exactly. there's that. But hey, welcome to all of you who are listening. And as always, we so appreciate the listeners and we want you to subscribe to this, share this, like it, comment. As Ken always says, five stars, no five less. Stars. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, uh, the concept of this podcast is for us to discuss one main thought, aka one big thought that we think that the majority of all of you who are listening are in ministry, whether you're a pastor or a volunteer, whether you're the lead pastor or a bivocational pastor, you're going to face yeah. some of these thoughts. So today we've got another good one for you. Guys, so tell our wonderful listeners, what is today's one big thought? Today's big thought is all about attitude. Attitude, and Jamie. Oh, see, I started off right. I was, right. I was feeling a little sassy. Attitude, attitude Jamie. Like. But, attitude. But you, here, here it is. Here it is. Here's the, here's the defining factor. Attitude determines altitude. Oh, that will preach. That'll Okay, explain that. Whoa. What does that mean? Whoa. Well, that's the one big thought. I'm glad you asked. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> going to explain it for the next 20 minutes. I, uh, exactly. exactly. I, just, I just got back from a weekend volleyball tournament oh, okay. in Tennessee mountains. Yeah. And yeah. our team's attitude was not real good at times. Uh-oh. And I remember talking to my daughter, who's now 17, may the Lord help us all. And uh, I, I quoted her that. I said, hey, Kennedy, attitude determines altitude. And real snarkily, she said, Dad, don't try to coach me right now. Stop life coaching me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, but one of her teammates heard it. And her teammate was like, whoa, whoa. I said, well, when you have a good attitude, you can go a lot further and higher. higher. When your attitude Mm. is bad, you lose in volleyball. Yep. Mm. (laughs) And in life. Right. And in life. But at the moment, (laughs) you lose in volleyball. And so they were like, wow. Mm. So to them, I was a genius. To my daughter... You Super annoying. Right, yeah. <laughs> like my kids, well, their, their big comeback to me about attitude stuff is like, stop life coaching us. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. we don't life coach. We need you to be a dad. I'm like, yeah, but your attitude stinks. But so, as a dad, so as a dad <laughs> I am kind dad of coaching is, you I was going to say, isn't you know, dad so. being a life coach? Coaching you for life. I'm yeah. keeping you alive. I'm That's keeping right. you like on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Exactly. So we are going to talk about that and we are going to talk about six principles for a whatever it takes attitude. Ooh, mm-hmm. Why are you pointing at me? I don't Andy know, you're, you're on my right side. Right? <laughs> Your son's pointing. It's easier to point to the right. To the okay. right. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's okay. nobody sitting on my left. So. That's true. That would be kind of awkward. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm engaging. Thanks. Engaging. Thanks. Yeah. Hello. So uh, yeah. Uh, when, we think about, when we think about attitude, right, and the whatever it takes attitude, oftentimes that, that, that starts with a leader. Mm. Right, like as a leader, again, yeah, whether you're you're bivocational, your you know full time profession is this, maybe you're a ministry leader. You go, you're listening to this, and you go, all right, well, what what do I need? What does it take to have a whatever it takes attitude? So let's let's do this little exercise before we really get into that. Think about the person that you admire mm. the most Jamie, in your me. life, right? <laughs> 
Think it's about you. that person. I was like, you're okay, thinking about Andy. I was, trying, of I was definitely thinking right. about Andy. But uh, yeah. but but what are some Thank characteristics or what are some <laughs> some things that you admire? Maybe two or three things that make you yep. admire that person. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You don't yeah. have anything. Oh, am I on, no, oh, no, on, you're the, on spot. the spot? You're on the spot. Go, Jamie, go. <laughs> well, no, not me. Oh. So whoever you admire. Whoever you're oh, I was kidding. Oh, oh, oh. I was right. kidding. <laughs> yes. I was kidding. Um, is one of the answers supposed to be that they have a great attitude? It, well, it should be. Yeah. Well, do you admire bad attitude not, leaders? No. Why would you admire no. somebody who doesn't have a good attitude? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so they have to have a good attitude. Mm-hmm. And I like I like integrity, honesty. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Yep, it's good. Yep. Yeah, I would say those are probably at the top of most people's list. Top two. Yeah. Yep. Good attitude, something that yep. you want to follow. Yep. Good integrity, somebody you can trust. Somebody yep. who does what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. For you know, sure. but attitude, yeah. attitude drives all that. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather work with, honestly, I'd rather work with a team filled with great attitudes, but not as much skill. Mm-hmm. Than a yeah. team filled with skill, with a bunch of egos and pride, and, right. and all yep. that goes with that. Yep, you know, and so, which is probably why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, true because I have you a good can, attitude, but you know, I'm, I'm not good at anything. You can improve <laughs> someone's skill, you can train them and coach yep. them and develop them, but it's harder to, to teach somebody to have a good attitude if they don't kind of yeah. have that naturally. Yeah, and so now that you've thought of that person, mm. think about your own mm. leadership attitude. Okay. Right? What What are some areas? that you may think that you're strong in some areas that you maybe need to improve in in a, in a, whatever it takes in an attitude that exemplifies maybe resolve or tenacity, focus, determination, uh, commitment. Those are things, those are like the, whatever it takes, Mm -hmm. you know, characteristics. Like I'm going to, I'm going to drive, I'm going to do this, whatever. So maybe resolve, tenacity, focus, determination, commitment. If you think of those, what are some areas not you specifically, Jamie, but for our listeners, what yep. are you thinking that maybe you're strong in? What are you thinking? Maybe, oh man, I, I need to, I need some improvement. So for me personally, tenacity is one of those things that I, that I am really low in, and I know that I need to improve on. Not just for me personally, but then how do I surround the team around me who may be stronger in that? So I can I can do things, I can be tenacious about some things, but. It's not my strong suit. It's not where I thrive. And, and the speaking of attitude, like you are self-aware enough to know that tenacity is not your strong suit, but it doesn't mean or give you a right to have a bad attitude when you have to be tenacious. <laughs> right. And right. that's the truth because yeah. let's, let's put a little plug for the working genius. Guy. Oh, all right. Yes. So our own Ken Hester is yeah. a working genius certified facilitator. facilitator. Like first generation. Yes. First gen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which you never want to get the first gen because you want to oh. make sure that it has all the bugs out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but. so technically, technically, I guess it'd be second generation because right. first generation would be Patrick That's Lee right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Okay. So this is he taught me. But so, in all seriousness, if you're listening and you want to get a hold of Ken about the working genius, I would highly recommend doing that. Links are all on the show show notes but that's a good point right because in the working genius you have your working genius Mm -hmm. thing and then you got your competency and then you got your frustrations yep Mm -hmm. but just because it's an area that i'm not good in doesn't mean i have to have a bad attitude about that exactly you know like i'm kind of similar to you like i don't enjoy it but i don't have to have a bad attitude yeah about it and that's what Mm -hmm. this is all about it's a whatever it takes attitude so we're gonna jump Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. six principles for whatever it takes the first one is this and i think this is very uh button of mind that Oh boy, I, I don't like when people do this, and, and that is to disown your helplessness. Mm. In other words, uh, you gotta stop playing the victim card. Mm. So when it comes to mm. 
six principles to have a whatever it takes attitude. You have to disown your helplessness. And so, honestly, there's a lot of questions for our listeners. But when was the last time you played the victim, victim card? Mm-hmm. You know, when was the last time you made Woe an excuse? Me. Woe is me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, how about you? When was the last time you did that? I, I would say it's I like ten minutes ago. <laughs> When you came in and you have a dog that you're sitting and uh-huh. put on a leash yeah. and woe is me and now I gotta hold him. <laughs> yeah, poor me. I poor had to hold me. a puppy. I gotta, I gotta hold a puppy. puppy. Gotta, gotta hold this cute little puppy. Yeah. I'm such a victim. Life is so terrible. It's awesome. <laughs> right? But in all seriousness, the attitude we possess can empower other people. Mm-hmm. So so here we go. So what's the attitude now that we empower people instead of the victim? Helplessness. So real quick, you don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken and I were just talking about this earlier. You know, in church world, nothing ever goes right. Mm. And honestly, at the end of the day, if something in your area didn't go well, just own it. Mm-hmm. Don't make excuses for it. Just own it. Yeah. You know, don't, well, it's their fault. It's this fault. It's the equipment's fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's whatever. Just, no, that's my I own mistake. it. Yeah. My mistake. And even if it wasn't, own it anyways, right? right. <laughs> that's just a, yeah. a big part a- of that. Again, good coaches, you know, if you look at sports, good coaches will say, I didn't coach the team well. Right. In a loss. But in a win, the, the team did great. Yeah. So that's good, again, that's awesome. good leadership, good attitude. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to play that victim card. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like, well, the team didn't do this, or my staff didn't do this, mm-hmm. or my volunteers didn't do that. It's like, no, I, I failed to lead them yeah. in the way that, that they should be led. And it's so refreshing when someone does that, isn't it? Like when, some, when you're kind of con- not confronting or just having a conversation with somebody about something that they missed or dropped. And instead of pointing the finger elsewhere, they're just like, you know what? My bad. I did do that. I'm really yeah. sorry. It's so refreshing because it's kind yeah. of rare, but it's refreshing when yeah. someone's in front of you. And well, and when they do that, it goes yeah. back to one of the things you value most, which is somebody that's trustworthy. That because that, yeah. yeah, the integrity piece yeah. of it is that builds that integrity piece. So you also got to create an atmosphere, though. Mm-hmm. So if you are the leader, you want to create an atmosphere where people... So sometimes people don't own mm-hmm. things because they don't feel safe they enough feel to own safe. it. Right? Yeah. They feel like they have to blame somebody else. Otherwise, they're going to get the ax, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you are a leader and you've created that that environment, that's a little bit on you too. Mm-hmm. It, people mm-hmm. should own their stuff anyways, but I know some people in ministry won't ever own anything because they feel that if they made a mistake and own it, they're going to get fired mm-hmm. or they're going to get docked or they're going to get ridiculed or they're mm-hmm. not going to be trusted again. So you got to create a healthy environment. And in order to do, to do that, you got to make everyone feel valued and important as part of the team. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to create an, uh, an attitude that is not helpless, that is not a victim, you've got to develop value into the team. And you got good feedback. So when you develop value into a team, one of the big takeaways then is you can then have conversations about that because you value the team enough to do that. And uh, which leads to kind of a question before Ken goes to the second principle, and that is how well am I empowering other people? Yeah. So if I'm going to answer that question, that's going to help me along the way of how am I empowering people? How am I celebrating people? How am I giving people the opportunity to grow? Mm -hmm. How am I creating an atmosphere where there's value, where it's not a fear-based but on the other side of it, hey, just own your stuff. As a leader, yeah. I want people just to own stuff. Well, in, yeah. in your weakness, you know, in your weakness, if you are empowering others, the, you you reverse that helpless mentality, mm-hmm. right? So now you're seeing it together as a group, mm-hmm. as a team. Not like, oh, I can't do that. So now I'm I'm paralyzed by my weakness, or I'm paralyzed, or I feel helpless. Yeah. You're like, no. If I'm going to do whatever it takes to move this thing forward, then that means I'm going to empower others yep. to help me yeah. do That's it. Right. So going on to number two, the second thing is this: it's take the bull by the horns, right? That is a a popular. You probably heard that before, but what does that really mean? And when when I think about taking the bull by the horns, I think about asking some some key questions. What is it that I really want? 
or what am I looking to accomplish? If you haven't defined the win, then your attitude can't match that, mm-hmm. right? So if you get, again, from another sports analogy, if we don't say these are, these, these are the amount of wins that we're looking for this season, this is where we're looking to go in the playoffs or championship or whatever, if we don't set those goals ap- appropriately or accordingly, then we'll, we'll fail mm-hmm. because we haven't really measured what it looks like to what we want to achieve. What is it going to cost? Is it going to cost time? Is it going to cost resources? Is it going to cost energy? What is the cost involved with taking the bull by the horns with with kind of a, a no matter what mm. it takes mentality? Mm-hmm. And and with that, w- it, are you willing to pay that price? Yep. If mm. the cost is high, then are you willing to pay? Maybe the cost is high, again, for your kids. The cost is high for your pet. <laughs> the cost is high. I'm going to sleep less, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to pay that price because... Of the outcome because mm-hmm. of the win, or I'm going to work harder, work longer in this season because mm-hmm. Easter is here, or because we've yeah. got a volunteer push that's coming up, and, I, and we've got baptisms that's going that are going to happen. Those types of things where I'm willing to pay the price because I know the cost. Yeah, and I think what happens often with leaders is that you you kind of over. Glorify or glamify. I don't think it's a word. Glamify. <laughs> Over. Yeah, glamify. Glorify. 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 Yeah, yeah, go with it. Well, you you create this glamorous Glam- picture glamorize? of a of a of an event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you severely underestimate the cost to do that event. Mm-hmm. Right. So we we paint this picture in our head. And, and if you're a listener who is uh, an academia, I don't know what the word is I was trying to use. I there. think it's glamorize. Glamorize. I think so. But if you over glamorize, right? maybe. Sure. I don't know. Is that what I said? It's better than glamify. Oh, I said you glamify. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I own that. That's right. <laughs> I own that. Thank you I own for that shark. That. You're, welcome. Well done. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. But I think we do. We we have this glamorized event or ministry mm-hmm. or thought. It's going to be that we paint, paint this big picture. And as leaders, a lot of leaders can do that very well, but then severely underestimate the cost of time and effort, money, resources, all that stuff. So we got to be careful mm. uh, because as we t- as we're talking about all these questions. If you don't know what you want or the cost or how much you're going to pay the price, then you really don't have a whatever it takes attitude. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, you and, you, get, and you set yourself up for unrealistic expectations. So if it's, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to baptize 10 people or we're going to yep. have 100 people on Sunday or we're, we're whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like if you've set an unrealistic expectation, but you haven't actually counted the cost mm-hmm. or, yep. or you're not willing mm-hmm. to pay the price, then you're, you're, you're going to set up yourself a failure. Yeah. So. And I like the final question is, uh, when should I start paying that price? Well, now, like <laughs> yes. start paying it now. Start right. start doing it now. Yeah. So we're gonna go to the third one, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull pull a little trigger here that we're only gonna do three on this episode. Ooh, and this is gonna be now known as this part one. Two, oh, I oh, like it. I, okay. I see. Well, you know, so we try to keep important. this to bite size. Yeah, yeah. Like Practical. We're, we're not trying to do an hour long podcast right. here, and so we wanna right. we wanna respect our listeners. You know, we want yeah. to value our listeners. We respect yeah. So we're, we're going to end at three, and then next week we're going to do part two. Love I like it. it. So we're going to okay. do that. So here's okay. the third one and the final one, which again, I like this one. It kind of goes with the first one. Um, you've got to enter the no whining zone. Mm. Ooh, I like a no again, whining zone. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> listen, a leader's attitude, first of all, remember the first one was you, you can't you can't play the victim card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Similar, but a little different to where yeah. people who just whine all the time, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that is so draining mm-hmm. on a leader. And that is definitely not mm-hmm. a attitude that we want. So are you a winner or are you a whiner? 
You know, Ooh, are you I see win? what you did there. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're going to yes. win or you're going to whine. You redeemed yeah. yourself from the glamify. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so a winner or a whiner. And then really how to move. So really what that's about is being thankful. Uh, mm. I think thankfulness and gratitude mm-hmm. gets you out of that zone. For sure. yeah. So how do you move from complaining yeah. to thankfulness? Uh, so real quick, just a couple of things. Uh, first, you got to express gratitude independent of your feelings. Mm. Yeah. So let that soak in for a moment. Yeah. I I saw something recently. uh, A pastor had had posted, like, when you want to whine or when you want to complain, just say thank you. Yeah. Wow. And it it flips your your mentality. We should all just put that into practice today. Mm. Yeah. Let's do it. You got to hold the puppy. Thank you. (laughs) The other side of it is could have been, oh, I got to watch this puppy. Right. It's annoying on right, leash. Right, right. You could focus on that. Right. Or no, I got I got to hang out with a puppy Look today. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Same thing in ministry. Listen, there's a lot of negative in ministry. Mm-hmm. You could you could circle that drain for a long time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's good though. Yeah, all that's happening. But hey, somebody just got saved Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's kind of stop for a moment and just celebrate the win mm-hmm. as opposed to and, and when we do evals, we always try to have in there wins as well as areas of improvement. But because if mm-hmm. all you're doing is negative, 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 then all, mm-hmm. all of a sudden just creates this attitude of whining. So and the I next think, one, yeah, good. I was going to say, uh, I think you're going to the next one here, is like sometimes we look past the small wins. We look for this, like, this giant. We, we don't mm-hmm. take, we don't give appreciation to the small ordinary things. Yeah. You know, we don't express yeah. gratitude in the everyday things of life. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah, like one salvation on yeah. Sunday or one baptism or one yeah. person signing up to be on the volunteer yep. team that's a win. Celebrate the small yeah. things, yeah, and have and and say thank you. Have gratitude. Have a gracious heart for those things, and that will help you begin to reach and celebrate the law. Everybody wants yeah. to celebrate the big things, yeah. But being able to celebrate the small things is is what yeah. really moves you forward. Well, and sometimes you get sometimes you got to find them, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes dig, be dig a little. Yeah, right. dig a little. Like yeah. Yesterday, in fact, uh, it's like somebody bought my Starbucks for me. Okay, the car in front of me. I'm like, huh. That's happens to you a lot it does well yeah. and then the other day i was driving home so this happened both in the same week i'm driving home dropping kennedy off from volleyball driving home and stacy i don't know why she was like hey i want burger king which i'm like okay we eat burger king like twice a year yeah <laughs> I'm like okay she was feeling whatever feeling burger king we got, we got a new baby <laughs> at the house right yeah not because she delivered but you know right right it's still you know but she's yeah. mama still gets yeah what yeah she wants. she wants so so i'm in line and i go up to pay and they're like oh the two cars in front of you paid for your, your meal. I'm like, I need to be driving wow. around. Yeah. I know. I need to so, follow Andy. Andy's I, car, yeah. But I think it could be my facial expression is like, my life is falling Help apart. Me. Help me. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe You're giving off that vibe. Or I'm giving off a very positive vibe. Right. Either, either, right. Way. either way. But I, I say that to say, I was sharing this with a group I was doing some leadership development with a week ago uh, about the Burger King thing. And one of the people are like, that's never happened to me. Nobody's ever no, bought. I don't think that's happened to me. Really? Yeah. It happens all the time. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I, it hasn't I, mean, I don't expect I, it. I buy stuff for people. So yeah. apparently I'm I've in line tried, first. And yeah. then I keep buying Andy's food. I think I've done Wait, what that. what kind of car do you like, drive? Okay. <laughs> but like, okay, this is a good example. I thought that happened all the time to people. No, that's nope. why we're saying like, oh. yeah. that really so, is cool that, 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 that happens to you. That is a very cool thing for me to celebrate. You have like a yes. And for you two not to whine about. There you go. I'm not whining. I'm happy for you. I'm don't have for the a bad attitude. To buy your Starbucks. There you go. Thank you. All right. The the last thing in the no whining zone is express gratitude, especially in the midst of adversity. One of the greatest times that you can 
celebrate a win and have an attitude of gratitude is when you are in the middle of the rough times. Mm. Listen, Jeez. just read the book of Psalms. Right. I mean, seriously. Yep. Read the book of Psalms, and how often do you find David in one verse going, woe is me, my enemies are surrounding me, life is awful, and then the next moment, but you, O Lord, are my rock, you are my salvation, you are everything. You see David almost having this this battle. Back and forth, yeah. Back and forth battle, which is going to win? Am I going to whine, or am I going to win? Right? Am I going to celebrate, or am I going to just focus on the negative? And so I think... Even in, so, there's a lot of listeners right now. Listen, we're still we're still in COVID. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's how many months? How many months has it been? <laughs> oh, F- over a year. Over a year. Yeah. Fourteen months. Fourteen yeah. months into COVID. Right. There's a lot of people struggling right now. There's a lot of churches that still are not open, and if they are open, they're barely open, and they're struggling. Yeah. Maybe you've had to let staff go. Maybe you've had to cut budgets. Maybe you can't do your programming. Mm-hmm. You can have a lot of reasons to whine, or mm-hmm. or. You focus in on something to celebrate. Yep. You know, find that find that one thing, dig for it, and celebrate it. And so, you know, it will move you closer to gratitude when that happens. And therefore, yeah. an attitude that will determine your altitude. I love that statement. Part one. Part one. Part All right, everybody. One. Well, hey, thanks for listening to this part one episode of The One Big Thought. And make sure you tune in for part two of Attitude Determines Altitude. altitude. We'll see you all next week.